I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and everywhere else at Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about activist athletes. Do politics and social issues belong in professional sports? The reason? All the reaction to the silent protest by San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick during the singing of the national anthem at the start of the NFL games. And that's just one piece of this. The reaction from all sides has been super intense, like really, really intense, and just has not let up. A sure sign that his action, his silent protest has really touched a nerve in America. And we've even seen police unions come out and say they don't feel they should offer protection at the games as long as he is making that silent protest statement when the national anthem comes on. So let me introduce our panel. we got a great panel for you. And uh, El Haj, you can just keep it on the panel there so everybody can hear that. Thank you. We've got everybody doing the, doing the live Facebook here. So um, joining us, um, let's start with J.R. Gamble. He is back again with us. He's a deputy editor for the ShadowLeague.com. J.R., thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. We, we, Glad we, to be back again. We, we really appreciate it. Also with us, I'm back with us again. She was with us for another previous uh, sports controversy yes. around the Super Bowl. <laughs> Shana Renee, she's the uh, founding editor and founder of AllSportsEverything.com. Shana, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me back. Thank you. Also with us is Max Beaulieu. He's the managing editor for Avant Garde Management Group. That's AGMG. Um, dot NYC. He's a, a sports attorney. He works with a lot of athletes, also with a lot of corporate clients too. So uh, that's one thing we've been getting a lot of questions about from people: is is will this, you know, how do these protests play out in the corporate arena? But Jr., first I want to start with you. How unusual is it for an NFL athlete, starting quarterback for an NFL team, to do this kind of uh, protest? <clears throat> well, it's 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 pretty unusual for an NFL quarterback or someone of that magnitude to actually take the time or the take the chance to step out <clears throat> excuse me and you know take this sort of stand and risk make the money that they make and the reputation that they may have but Kaepernick along with Carmelo Anthony in the NBA and some other guys they're part of a larger scene a larger movement for um athletes who are becoming more conscious about social issues and um at the Shadow League we've coined it the conscious players movement and uh, we've never seen anything like this in athletics. Um, players were often called, particularly black athletes, the dumbest people on the planet because they had so much power and never used it to change anything in society. You've had certain instances. Muhammad Ali fought against the Vietnam War. Um, in 1968, you had the athletes Carlos and Smith who put up the Black Power sign. Um, just recently, uh, a, world, a woman soccer player, uh, Megan Rep Rapino, I believe she took a knee in support of Colin Kaepernick. So this shows that he's relating to people, he's connecting with people, and he's taking a chance because big time athletes have never really gone out there and put themselves out there and risked losing accolades and losing money to take a stand. And it shows that this conscious players movement that has been going on in the NBA and with the NFL and players not taking franchise tags even and getting paid what they deserve and not and taking control of their careers. I want to talk about careers, that in a minute yes. with Max, but but Shana Renee, what exactly is his message? Because first we saw him sit down, then there was criticism. There was the game that they played for the um, our, our members of the service, our you know our, mm -hmm. our service members, our veterans, and he he knelt down in order to show respect for them, which a lot of people said, okay. 
This shows he's sensitive to what's going on. He's conscious and he's really trying to narrow this discussion. But how do you sum up his message for people that have just gotten little bits and pieces here and there? Well, I think he essentially is bringing awareness to the racial injustice that has plagued our country for not only within the last three years, but you know, historically, traditionally, we have had a strained relationship between police departments and black communities. And what he's doing essentially and being in San Francisco where, you know, their police department has been under scrutiny for the leak of a lot of racist texts that were sent internally um, between or among police officers. So he's seen it firsthand, you know, just in terms of the the way that his local police department views blacks and minorities and the racial bias there and the racial profiling that um, is inherent within the police departments. And he, quite frankly, is tired of it, especially because what we're seeing is that these police officers are murdering black and brown uh, people and not suffering any consequences. There's no justice. And, and there's that sense, there's that large sense supported statistically in a lot of ways that, that there's two systems of justice. We're right. going to talk about that also in just a minute. And um, can we turn that audio off? What, what's going on? I'm trying to check, let's, please go live. All right, let's, okay, we're, <laughs> sorry, I apologize <laughs> about that. Anyway, okay, uh, Max, I want to ask you about this. Mm -hmm. J.R. Gamble says, yes, he's taking a chance. Mm -hmm. In terms of his career, you, you see these sports contracts, you see these NFL contracts, you're right. an attorney. Is he allowed to do this, or is this part of his First Amendment free speech? Yes, um, it is part of his First Amendment uh, free speech. I generally don't think, um, and I see they don't really put in certain clauses in order to uh, limit uh, what you want to say freely. Um, it will be, um, that would be pretty unjust. and you, you, you can't contractually restrict your First Amendment rights. However, they do, uh, there is conversations about really protecting yourself in terms of what you say because you know there is a brand associated with your presence on the field and on TV. So when you go out there, you represent uh, some uh, something more than yourself, not just more in terms of the You're representing that corporate represent entity that corporate that's entity. right there exactly. that is paying so, you. And there's the bottom line that you have to think about, not necessarily the athletes, but the corporations are trying to think about. So um, there definitely is conversations about that. Um, but is there, a, is there a difference in anybody, you guys, please feel free to jump in. Is there a difference between making these statements outside, off the field, off the court, away from your profession, you know, whether it's basketball or football, and like say at the ESPYs, as some of the mm -hmm. players did, some of the basketball players did, at another arena, maybe at a rally, at a community that, meeting? Yes, Lisa, that's where a lot of the older NFL players had a problem. Um, I spoke to some of them at a luncheon the other day, uh, Phil Sims, an old quarterback, Dan Fouts, and a real old school quarterback, Boomer Esiason, who has a show, Boomer Carton, um, he's a former quarterback for the Jets, and they just don't feel that it was a appropriate for Kaepernick to use that sports platform which is used to separate or give us a relief from those social injustices in our country, those issues that cause so much conflict between people. Sports is supposed to be that safe haven where you don't interfere. Where Entertainment. You don't, yes, you don't bring those issues in. But sports and athletes who have done it in the past First, they're vilified. It's the same thing, Lisa. First, they're vilified. Then they're attacked. And then as time passes, they become heroes because more and more people understand that what they did took a lot of guts. And sticking by your uh, feelings and beliefs 
does not happen a lot in this country where money rules and it's always the first And look motive. at Muhammad Ali. He gave up a championship belt to protest the war, and then history ended up proving him right, but he gave up a tremendous amount for that. And speaking of national anthems, uh, Chris Jackson, a former NBA player, Ma'ud Raouf, um, who you had an Islamic faith, um, he refused to stand for the national anthem, and he was actually suspended in the 90s by the NBA and blackballed out of the league eventually because of his beliefs, which now you see it's, it's very different. The WNBA players went out there and changed their uniforms, uh, covered up their logos, which is against the rules of the league, but the WNBA fined them. After a firestorm of people that felt it was wrong to find them, they rescinded the fines. And the NFL wisely just fell into place with Kaepernick and said, we're going to support him. And when when we come back, we're going to take a short break. I want to ask our guests about some of the other famous protests that have happened recently as well, too, if there have been repercussions for those players Mm -hmm. and whether fans are supporting them because there's a a big racial divide in who's playing the game and who's paying to see the game. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You know where to find me. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, at Lisa Evers. And what we're focusing on is athletes and activism. This issue as brought to light, brought to controversy, brought intense reaction by Colin Kaepernick. And joining us to talk about this, Max Beaulieu. He's a managing editor for Avant Garde Management Group, AGMG. Dot NYC is their website. Also back with us is Shana Renee. She is the founder and editor of the website AllSportsEverything.com. And also joining us, J.R. Gamble. He's deputy editor of the ShadowLeague.com. What about some of the other protests that we've seen? Like the, Remember the Rams came out of the, the right. tunnel with their hands up, with mm-hmm. their hands up, don't, don't shoot. shoot. Yep. We, we've seen that. What, what about, was there any repercussion for that? Or that was just, people just let that? Well, uh, interestingly enough, police enforcement seem to be the most offended right. by these you know these actions and you know with the WNBA situation the cops threatened to walk off the job just like you said um the, I don't think the Rams got that much backlash like I said even in that situation because the NFL is in a s- sticky situation where 70% of their players are black same as the you know NBA WNBA so they can't be so quick to squelch or you know squash any idea or belief that they have because it can backfire because you need those players to actually have a league so supporting those players is actually the best thing to do but like I said times are changing but years ago players couldn't do that because they would be under threat of being cut or what have you Boomer Esiason told me that he thought Kaepernick would be cut by the end of the week because of what he did. But, that would be, but on well, the well, contrary, <laughs> okay, wait, we, we have a contract expert here. Yeah. <laughs> Max, what, what what about that in terms of, where, like, how are those, I don't know how his contract is set up or what it means or yeah, how mean, they can do that. Can they just fire you no, if you have a contract? No, you can't. I mean, I, mean, I mean, listen, you could do what you want to do, but there'd be some serious repercussions. I mean, uh, Ka- Kaepernick will have uh, the right to sue the NFL and the San Francisco 49ers just because he uh, voiced his opinion. And in fact, it wasn't even a voice. He just... Uh, protested, decided to kneel. He did nothing to really affect his job. Did not break any part of his contract. He he showed up to his game. He went to play. He just decided to sit down or kneel at the national anthem. So it's definitely a, viol- a violation of his First Amendment. Shana, sure. what about think, the fans? Well, I, 
Well, we've seen uh, Cap's jersey spike, which no one expected that. Right, the jersey sales just went through the roof, right? Yeah, so I think that the fan support is there. um, But I think that a lot of people who were expecting Kaepernick to be cut were hoping that his diminishing talent on the field would give the 49ers on the NFL an out to say, you know what, for football reasons, they could couch it as for football reasons, we are going to uh, cut him from the roster. But he earned the backups the backup slot on the team he's going to back up Blaine Gabbert which some people might say that is a demotion in itself but you know <laughs> but you know what we've seen is that the 49ers have supported him uh, we saw his teammate uh, Eric Reed join him in in taking a kneel as well and I think that the jersey sales numbers really speak for the majority. And he's really he's really hit a nerve with people with yes. this. Right. Especially young people because he's 27 or 28 years mm-hmm. old for, for what they're going through. The, and then he's giving back money now? What's yeah, the latest, so Shana? the latest that came out as we were sitting down to start recording is that he is donating all of his jersey sales from this season to uh, local organizations within black communities. So that's he, fantastic. So yeah. So for anyone who said that he did this for popularity or he did this for fame, for attention or for get attention, extra money, I think that that squashes and silences anyone who who held that perspective. Max, what about in terms of endorsements? Because he has, you know, pe- people are. Well, would would he ever? Because he does have this huge popularity, mm-hmm. especially in the black uh, young black community too. Right. Um, it, what about his endorsement value? I mean, what kind of discussions are going on about him, like by his people or by the team? What, what do you think is happening right well, now? Well, I think right now when it comes to his endorsements, I think he had Beats uh, a couple of years ago right. that was endorsing him. I think right now, um, in terms of uh, the contract that's in place, I don't think they would break it in terms of the payment that he's receiving, but it is up to the corporations to maybe not not put him so much in commercials anymore or promotions. And they could do oh, that like with the team real. promotions and yeah, things, and, and when they're like doing that. the game, the highlights, and here you see the number and the okay, yeah. I got you. But I'm, I'm thinking more so. There's little the, ways the they can do it. Yeah, there's little ways that they can do it because I think the corporations are trying to protect their brand as well. But if there's any news that gets out that the contract is ended. Uh, for the reasons that uh, Kaepernick decided to take a stand on social justice issues, that's going to be pretty bad PR for that corporation. Well, what about this whole issue with these police unions? And we did try to have a police representative on the on the show today to to talk about why they were taking such a, taking this so personally. Obviously, because he is speaking out against um, police brutality, you know, against the black community. Right. But but the fact that they would say, that, and these are the unions that are saying it, from what I've been able to tell, mm-hmm. the the police unions saying unless he apologizes or unless the team apologizes, you know, we may have to reconsider providing service. Isn't that kind of... I, I just think they're taking it too personally. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when things hit a little too close to home, you, you lash out because you, you feel it. They know that cops across the nation, you have that blue coat of silence. I have police officers in my family. They would prefer not to speak about it than to ever take a police officer to task because I know their opinion is once you start to do that, then you open up a can of worms, you break down the structure, the power, and most cops, they are dedicated to helping people. They feel like there's a few rotten apples that are giving the whole bunch a bad um, reputation. So why why react like this? Because, and and you say that, and that's what, you know, Eric Garner's mother has said at so many rallies and and so many church services, she says, we're not anti-police. We have police in our family. We're anti-bad police we're anti-police who break the law that's it and she's always said she wants to be clear about that but somehow it seems like that message never gets out when you're one solid unit 
It's all you, you for can't, one. You can't fragment and say that guy's bad, that guy's good. Everyone's together, and they and they're gonna roll together, and they're gonna stand strong together. But it, I'm sorry, you can't. But you can't get too mad at Kaepernick because you have to also understand how he grew up. You know, he was half white, half black. He grew up adopted by two white. Um, my mother, white mother, white father. So imagine the things that he's gone through, the racial problems that he's encountered throughout his life. And now you look at America, we're increasingly diversifying. Mixed marriages, mixed babies, they're at an all-time high in this country. And growing very fast. And growing very fast. So why is he getting support? Because more people can relate to what he's saying than could relate to what and he's saying 40 years families. ago. Right, and exactly. there's more mixed, more mixed families. families. And he's hitting that nerve. He's like 2016, yes, he and, and people are people are understanding that. Very much so. And everything. What what about the fan What about the fan reaction? Do you think, I mean, that he is getting the support, but what about for those, I don't know anything about the 49ers fans, Shannon, can you help us with that? Like, well, I do mean, you think there's, they're... there are always people that are su- supportive of him, and then the ones that, you know, attacked him on social media, called him the N-word, said go back to Africa, uh, shut up and play football, burning his jersey. So I can't speak truth to ignorance <laughs> try to rationalize where they're coming from. And how many all. are thinking that but not willing to do right. it or whatever? Because yeah. for anyone who feels so adamantly against what... Kaepernick is protesting is either willfully willfully ignorant or just dumbfoundingly oblivious to the historical context of what has transpired in this country for centuries. And for them to just, you know, refuse to listen and hear beyond, you know, Kaepernick is not going to stand for the national anthem. With that, it says that you don't, you're not really interested in understanding why he's doing, why he's taking that stand. Exactly. And if I may, you know, um, I want to talk a little bit about Boomer size and what he stated in terms of um, stating that, and the topic of this show is where the political issues should be in the sporting field. But I would say what Kaepernick is doing is not a political movement, it is a human rights movement. And that's the most important thing. We have to label it correctly. Okay, that's a great point. Yeah, and and, uh, Boomer said that, you know, we can't allow somebody walking around here with um, a, what do you call it, make America great again hat, you know, and comparing it to what Kaepernick is doing, which is totally misguided. That's not the point. People are dying out there. You know, this is the same thing as saying if someone got killed by hurricanes or or typhoons or something like that or other injustices. This is a human rights issue. People are dying, and that's why he's taking a knee. No, and that and that's why it's hit a nerve, especially after what we saw in Baton Rouge and uh, mm-hmm. and, and Minneapolis, St. Paul this summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, with, with those cases in particular, very, very. It's not coming out of the, the sky, right? Lisa, you know, they, to think that he would want to do that just for attention, when his career is flailing and he really needs to concentrate exactly. on football and getting right. his job back. It obviously struck a nerve where he said, "I can't take it anymore. I have to do something." He had an awakening, and he did something, and yeah. he should be All right, commended we have for to that. Take, okay, and we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back. This is Street Soldiers Hot ninety seven. I'm your host Lisa Evers. We're talking about Colin Kaepernick and also the whole issue of sports and activism. We'll be back right after this. Yeah, Yo, you already know what it is, man. This is Big Sean, and this is. The Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. And what we're focusing on in this issue, athletes and activism, especially the actions of San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Got a great panel to talk about this. We have Max Beaulieu. He's a managing editor of Avant Garde Management Group. That's A-G-M-G dot N-Y-C. 
managing attorney. Yeah, I'm sorry. Lawyer, sorry. What did I say? Managing editor? editor yeah. Well, you do everything. You're, I you're, do, yeah. No, but you're a managing attorney. Yeah, we, you. we, we want to give you that credit for going through law school and yeah, the, yeah. all that stuff. Exactly. Money, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> more money. More money. More problems, but more money. Mm. Also with us is Shana Renee. She's the uh, founder and editor of AllSportsEverything.com. Yes. And uh, J.R. Ga- uh, Gamble. He is deputy editor of the Shadow League Com. Now, you're talking about the issue of human rights, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about this on, on Facebook Live, and Melissa Quinones, our assistant producer, some people are making some comments. You want to give us some of those comments, please? Sure. So, Gerald Williams says, um, Colin Kaepernick is 100% correct. Powers say that there is freedom of speech, yet only free, yet you're only free to say what you want, what they want you to say. New age of slavery, no justice for all facts. Then another person says, Jerry Lee Chambers, she says, at work we're not allowed to discuss personal religion or politics beliefs that are are controversy. Um, She means controversial, obviously. They're controversial, okay. But she says controversial. Which is pretty much everything that's going on. And she says, all of us have the right to freedom of speech. However, there are places where it's not allowed, such as work. Colin is able to sit when he, Colin is able to work while he's sitting. In a real job, he would have to be fired. This does not, he does not have the right to bring his freedom of speech into what he is getting paid to do. Okay, let's, let's see what our guests have to say about, what about that, Max, you're the attorney on the panel. His freedom of speech, just imagine everybody right. in the fad that's working in the fast food restaurant, it's mm-hmm. lunchtime, people mm-hmm. are super hungry, mm-hmm. there's a mad long line, mm-hmm. and uh, people say, okay, we're, we're just all gonna sit down right here because right. You know, silent protest. Well, yeah, you know, I think the um, the comment um, commenters uh, made a good point in terms of, <clears throat> you know, whether uh, the NFL is a private corporation. They have set rules for their employees, which is the NFL players. However, um, there's nothing in the collective bargaining agreement, which is the lifeblood of the leagues, that states that they're not allowed to voice their opinion, you know. And I think if the owners were ever to propose something like that, it would be an issue. Now, generally, the owners are in a stronger position, but I don't think that's something that, that we would put into the contract because that would be news, and again, that would be bad PR. So it's not in the rules, so Kaepernick legally is allowed to voice his opinion as long as he's not doing it in the middle of the 50-yard line while there's a play going on. So. Well, our, um, and I want to bring up another case that, that from not too long ago. The, um, our Fox our Fox 5 sports sports anchor, my colleague, Duke Castiglione, who talks with a lot of athletes and knows a lot of athletes personally, he said, Lisa, he goes, what Colin is doing is not new. You know, he of course, the famous cases we know about the Olympics and Muhammad Ali, he said Carlos Delgado, mm-hmm. when he was playing baseball, when he was with the, uh, major, you know, playing Major League Baseball for, for Toronto and also for the New York Mets, in protest of the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, he would sit in the dugout while they were singing America the Beautiful, you know, when the players usually go out onto the field. I don't know if he was ever fined or, you know, or or disciplined for that, but he did that over a long period of time and also to protest the uh, now suspended Navy bombings in Vieques in in Puerto Rico. So there's other, other sports too, but mostly football. Yeah, and football. And basketball. The NFL knows that they can't, Go against these players. If the majority of the players in, a, like I said, 70% black league feel strongly about these issues, then you kind of have to go along with it and support it, especially in a sport like football, which has been compared to the slave trade as far as the combines are concerned, where players are poked and prodded and assessed for 
you know, um, masculinity and 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 athleticism, and then graded on pure physical terms. So, you know, it would look bad. the symbolism. Yeah, it, it would. The symbolism would yeah. would be terrible, and we just have to accept that this isn't 40, 50 years ago. It is a new day. It's not new slavery. It would be new slavery if Colin Kaepernick was silenced. He wasn't silenced. His jersey sales have gone up. People are relating to him. The people that were against him at the beginning, you're finding out they are in the minority in this situation. And it's really revealing a lot about this country that Colin Kaepernick, has. his popularity has risen. Well, we no, and I think people, and what, what about it? Oh, go ahead, Shana. So, a few things I feel I agree with everything you said but I also think that's why it's important that more athletes take a knee or sit with him you know just the two that we saw last week that's good I'm glad that someone else stood up with him to do that and had the courage to do so Megan Rapinoe doing it you know women's soccer player awesome here for it but within the NFL if you truly support Kaepernick and you truly support, you know, the issues that he's trying to raise awareness about, then you need to join in. Um, I think that that would be a really powerful statement if on Sunday when the league officially started, if we saw across all 32 teams in the NFL, players all take a knee or sit during the national anthem. Max, what about the symbolism of it and how, you know, because we, we've done show we've done shows that you, mm-hmm. that you guys have, have been been a part of too. Mm-hmm. We talked about double standard if, mm-hmm. du- you know, double standards for black athletes, especially in the NFL. If right. they have a situation on their, you know, their off time, whether it involves a female or woman or uh, some kind of act of violence or mm-hmm. something you know just drunken drunkenness and craziness that happens at a at some party or club mm-hmm. it's there's a different standard of how they're portrayed in the media do you think mm-hmm. that Collins actions are changing the perception like here's a very conscious very deliberate very courageous stance as opposed to you know the the other images that are out there uh, is it changing the perception I, I don't think it has I think it's confirmed um, uh, who it's really brought out who's really it's really brought out um, who's real uh, the 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 ill intent point of views of, of that people have like Boomer and um, even Drew Brees he, he, even though what right. he said wasn't ter- wasn't like so venomous but you could see that he feels a certain way you know about people where they should do it how they should do it now we we also Sorry. talked about. Is sports a good platform to talk about these social issues? Is it? Well, that's a that's a bigger question. Yes. Is it? Do you think it is? I think it's very important because sports unite people. We, right. Because like You're I was right. at I was at a I was at a, a panel a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> and we talk about women women empowerment. But women empowerment won't move unless you include men. Right. In exactly. That Absolutely. So here you have an opportunity where sports gathers all types of ethnicities and genders. And they're going to sit there watching TV and watch somebody take a stand. Then conversation starts. That's the point of this. We're supposed to make you uncomfortable. You're supposed to talk this. Conversation's supposed to be engaged. And that's the point. And then you realize some people are misguided and they need to be educated. Right. And there can't be this attitude that, okay, this is this is deadly police violence against the black community. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a black problem. It's an American problem. Right. And everybody needs to be in that discussion mm-hmm. to solve it. Yeah, and you can't simplify it to a black against white or a black against cop thing. This Look country Dallas. was built yeah. on people. That's why the veterans have come out to support Kaepernick. Right. To me, it was game over. Once the veterans came out in support right. of him, that eliminates the argument of, of 
all these, I guess, non-black cops and people feel like he did something disrespectful to the flag because the veterans are letting you know we fought for Kaepernick's right, right. to be able to sit. express the fact that he feels his country's being oppressive. Right. If you have to stay quiet on things that have been killing you for hundreds of years because you don't want the guy in the penthouse to know what's going on in the toilet bowl, mm -hmm. that, you know, that's a problem. No, and the pla the, the platform and, and what and what you're talking about too is is like just getting that that message out. The platform is it's a very unique platform. You're yes. on national television, and it, it's one of the few things on a very strong regular platform. television. People, a lot of people are watching athletes. I mean, ESPN is in 90 million homes. You know, this conversation has been front and center on ESPN since it broke nearly two weeks ago. Otherwise, these conversations are not happening in all of these homes as frequently. Like, we discuss them, but when right. you talk about, you know, expanding it beyond the black community, and like you said, with if we're talking about women or gender equality issues, and in this case, racial equality issues, we need to have more people beyond just black people having these conversations because then you're just preaching to the choir. Exactly. And you're not going to see any real progress made at all. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. What what about it? The the vets. You, you meant, I'm glad you brought up the vets because that that is a game changer. Because you look at the history of vets, you look at the history of, of black veterans in our country. You know, even when they they were not allowed the same right. rights as white citizens, still risked their lives, still died. Same thing with the uh, Puerto Rican war heroes yes. that we had that didn't have the right to vote and were, you know, turned out to be some of the biggest heroes of the, of the Vietnam War. Yeah, it's clear that he Kaepernick's protest is not against. Veterans sitting at home who have lost arms, lost legs, fighting for this country because they like to put that out there. They say they're saying it's a disrespect to the flag. So then you're disrespecting all the veterans, all the people in the military that have worked, which we know is not true. It's a way to skew the argument, to take away the power from the argument, to take away the juice from the argument and to make it um, controversial and antagonistic and a battle between white and black, which really is a tired battle in this country. And a lot of young people in particular are tired of focusing on that battle. They're tired of having to acknowledge the fact that they're inferior and uh, you know considered inferior that they don't get the same education like like we said they want to start now living in a country where these things can be addressed and Kaepernick's addressing them and the younger people don't have a problem with what, with he's, what he's doing at all not at all white black so. Asian or otherwise exactly Latino mixed and they're the future so we need to start listening to them a little bit Lisa you know and these curmudgeonous old guys that you know have had their shot right mm -hmm. it's time to listen to what the youth is saying I'm just saying bring I, it, bring I'm it. gonna be one of those guys soon those old guys so. <laughs> no you won't you're ageless always bringing always with Thank the new alright this is Hot 97 Street Soldiers I'm your host Lisa Evers we're talking about Colin Kaepernick and athletes and activism and uh, when we come back I want to find out what our guests have to say about what comes next is this gonna be like a movie moment where we see the entire NFL get down on their knee, <laughs> knees during the national anthem, or is something else, you know, is there going to be something lasting out of this? Because that's the other question I keep getting. Right. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Sierra, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, Real Issues 
real politics, baby, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, and uh, we are focusing on athletes and activism. And in this episode, talking pretty much specifically about Colin Kaepernick's brave actions and the reactions to them, which have been intense from many different sides. Joining us for this discussion, Max Beaulieu. He's a managing attorney for Avant Garde Management Group. That's AGMG.NYC. Mm-hmm. Also with us is Shana Renee. She's the founder and editor of AllSportsEverything.com and J.R. Gamble. He's the deputy editor of the ShadowLeague.com. Now you talk about, let's because we got all the sports brains in here. For those of us who are news junkies and not sports junkies so much, even though I love it and support it, in terms of his career, Colin Kaepernick's career, where was he before this happened and where is he right now in terms of just from the football side? Well, just, just football-wise, well, before this happened, he was a quarterback who hit the ground running in 2012, leading San Francisco to the Super Bowl, and then abbreviated appearance late in the, coming in late in the season and taking them all the way to the Super Bowl. And then he sort of fell back to the pack. He didn't have the success that he had had initially. The NFL caught up with him. That's how we put it. And but and he's had you know some they they say uh, character problems, dealing with people and so forth. But now. He's put himself, he's transcended the game. It's not about Colin um, Kaepernick, the quarterback anymore. It's really about Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback activist. And he's an integral part, as I said before, of that conscious players movement and where this will go. Well, it's out of Kaepernick's hands at this point. He was the light that sparked the flame for what we will see increasingly in the future. Carmelo Anthony at the ESPYs, LeBron at the ESPYs, speaking to thousands of kids about these issues, um, standing up, the hands-up movement, don't shoot. All of these things are now playing a part in what will happen in the future, and the game has changed. We, can no long, we can't go back now to ignoring social issues or saying they don't have a place in the game because players have taken chances. Players like Kaepernick have shown that the sports platform is the perfect place. It's the place that unifies, as Max said, and it brings the issues directly into your TV screen and into your home, whether you want to deal with them or not. No, and, so and also the future is bright for players who speak up and the conscious players movement because people are starting to understand now. Do you well, agree with that? The future is bright for him. Uh, for Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think um, the fine bright. I mean, I'm not sure in terms of um, how uh, his, you know. To remain in the NFL, you gotta play football well. Right, he's had to, he has to Period play well. Period. He has to play well. He has to play well. And so let's say if he does play well, or, or everything is status quo for him, I think uh, the future is bright for him in terms of you know he'll probably have speaking engagements. People are going to be interested in what he has to say, especially if he starts playing well. So I think it's a great move for him. Um, I don't think there's any harm. I don't know how big his endorsement deal was, but I think right now. Um, there's going to be some opportunities for him because he took a stand, and and even more so if yeah. he, if if his game gets back to that yeah. Super Bowl championship level. Yeah, and you know with his jersey self spiking up, there's tr- there's support for him. Yeah. So, there, though, so he has a, he has a fan base. Yes, and once they see definitely. that he has a fan base, mm-hmm. that that's it. Even after after Friday's game, which he started, there were a ton of fans that ran over to him to, for them to sign for him to sign autographs. And, and they take notice of that and, and pay, pay attention and to I that. And I think that he's yeah. still, I mean, he. I think personally that he is the face of that organization. He is the face of the 49ers mm-hmm. pre-protest. 
Um, even though he's not the starting quarterback, I right. think that Kaepernick is probably the one player that most people know as a 49er. And from the franchise perspective and, and the coaches and the teams, which we didn't even get into Chip Kelly being his coach and given Chip Kelly's um, reputation um, from Philly, but I think that that's really interesting because it shows that if he plays well, that they'll have he'll have the support there where it's not necessarily going to be a distraction. But what what do you say to people who go, okay, listen, there's pol- there's there's commu- there's community leaders that are, that are on this issue, there's elected officials that have you know come out in in support of this issue. Why do athletes have to get involved in this issue? Why not? I mean, yeah. like Max said, it's a human rights issue, and I think that as you know, African Americans as black people, we all feel the struggle. We've all felt oppressed. We've all felt disenfranchised. And, you know, athletes are paid multi millions of dollars to promote products, you know, to promote headphones, to promote sneakers, to promote um, energy drinks. Why can't they also speak out on issues that promote peace and promote th- yeah, justice you know, for all? Right? They're influencers. And they have to grow. Remember, he's a young man. Most athletes, they come out of college. They're making pro athletes. They're making a lot of money. They, they, their consciousness is not there yet. Right. He's 27. I'm 42 years of age. I look back on when I really started to develop a consciousness and uh, understanding of right the black time. experience yeah. and being able to you know, form it for myself and come up with my own ideas, not just what my parents were telling me or what someone was telling me. And he he decided that now was the time for him to step out there and make a change. If you read the books written by Bill Russell or Muhammad Ali or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that mm-hmm. focus on these points, you can get really inspired as an athlete. If you don't read those books, if you don't study your history, then you can stay in that box where they could just use you to make money. Lisa, Jackie Robinson, who I'm thinking of- not mention? Even Michael Jordan. Can you right. believe it? Right. Even Michael Jordan. <laughs> now, why do you say it like that? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm playing with you. Yeah, over the years, I he has told you, I don't raise your kids, raise your own kids. You know, right, Barbara right, Jordan, right. I'm not a role model. Right. You know, I'm about just making buy my, my money. Just right. buy the latest Jordan. He's even come out in right. support of at least this, this conscious effort to, to bring attention to oppression. And remember, the word oppression does not just apply to black people. Right. It applies to people in middle, middle America, white people in underprivileged areas, the white, LGBT the middle community. class who have been oppressed in this country and crushed yes. into nothing over the years. So he stands, and him being, like I said, of European and black descent, he stands for a lot of different people once you... He's hitting a lot of, a lot yeah, of points once you there. get There's off of- the top layer and really get into it. And these social issues, you know, they need marketing too. Yeah. You know, social issues need marketing, need brand, need to get it out Point. there. And that's why it's important to have it at these sporting events because those were those are where the eyeballs are. Yeah. No, those those definitely are where the eyeballs are. And it, it's inter- it's interesting too, um, you know, because we've had this discussion on this show many times, and, and a lot of our a lot of our listeners are like, when all of these, you know, over the last couple of years, really since Ferguson. And the, the Eric Garner case, people are like, why aren't why aren't more hip hop artists speaking out about this? They've been stopped. They've had incidents. They've had mm-hmm. all these things happen. Why aren't more hip hop artists speaking out on it? And I just find it so interesting that the athletes that these that the athletes have really taken the lead in this in terms in terms of speaking out. And I think it's a very powerful. You know, you you see you see athletes at the top of their game like a Carmelo like a LeBron who've shown listen we can play but we played by the rules mm-hmm. we're enjoying the benefits of America mm-hmm. but hey y'all listen there's still a problem I mean I think mm-hmm. that's very powerful 
Right. More and, athletes and to, transcend race than rappers, though. That's true, so too. So you have to understand that. Oh, good that. point. You know? Okay, now I understand it's that. It's much harder for a hip-hop artist to get that universal point across than an athlete who is seen as colorless by fans, droves of white they kids see with the jersey. jerseys up and worshiping them and wanting to be like them. So it's different. Going back to just the overall opinion and attitude towards rap music versus towards a successful sports uh, sports is all American. Athlete, right. and, and sports you don't like football right. baseball Rappers basketball used as role models yeah. right athletes are <laughs> yeah, I mean you know that was one of our part. shows great point, great point. <laughs> <laughs> our rappers role models everyone yeah. knew the answer to that one right. anyway the um, but in terms of the sports the, you know in terms of sports too I mean we're talking the major league sports of yeah. basketball baseball football and a lot of people that's what that's the dream of you know, people playing those, you know, playing those little games in the yep. first and second grade yeah. and everything on uh, coming age. all the way up. What about what about in terms of scenarios? Is there if this police if this police pressure max, if the, the union, which it's the union, it's not the actual mm. department. I don't think they would mm. dare mm. do that because they'd be sued in probably like two seconds or get an injunction or something. But the if these police unions start to pick up steam about this and get upset in other cities do you think that can amount to anything or that can be have some put some heavy pressure in the corporate uh, suites there uh, in terms of the corporate suites i mean the, the management you know the what do they call the offices for the management of at football of a football team the general office the general manager's office or, or the general managers yeah. or the corporate uh, like the front office yeah for, front office that's the word i was in trying terms, to think in terms of. of pressure on them yeah. in terms yeah. of um, will they feel pressure to make them stand like will, so what, will there be a phone call behind the <laughs> you know like hey you know you you, you got to get them in line but we're i don't think he cares at this point but uh, yeah, you know, I think I think there's not always, that they could, but there's always there's always there's always conversation. But then again, there's always a PR issue. I mean, there's way too many eyeballs out there. There's there's you're gonna upset some fans. You're gonna disenfranchise those fans. And listen, if it's gonna affect the bottom line, let's talk let's talk about uh, what's his name, Donald Sterling. You know, and the issue he had a couple. Oh of years yeah, ago. we do right. right exactly. You know, I, I you know one of the issues, one of the reasons why he got. Um, where he was booted out was not just because you know it was wrong, but sponsors start to pull right. away from the NBA. The right, sponsorship <laughs> pressure, everything. And they were just like, all right, now you know you got to go. You know what I mean? Now you're affecting our bottom line. Is that is, is that wrong way of putting it? Uh, of looking at things? Yes, it should be purely on the merits, but the bottom line starts getting affected. You got, you're making us lose and money And it was similar, <laughs> too, with the NFL and the domestic violence policies. They didn't really oh, you're right. make a shift to address it until sponsors started to make noise about it. Mm -hmm. After the Ray Rice. After the video came out, yeah. yes. After that video, right, because of the way that was handled, too. Yeah, well, but with yeah. po police unions, I mean, they threatened to... Uh, they they made the th same threats when Beyonce performed at the right, Super Bowl, with the and they said that you know we're not going to send our men out to um, to your concert. And I just feel like you're to do that to follow through, which I don't think they would. But you are endangering fifty thousand people at the game because of he took a knee at. Than you know through during the national anthem it does it right. just and it doesn't you're, that's make your sense. that's their job right. you took that's an oath to, to protect and people. what are you mad about yeah. that, that right. that's what I'm still asking what are you upset about the fact that you can't run roughshod over black people in the community anymore you can't shoot people for free anymore because now we have social media exactly. and video because this stuff has been going on tenfold for years you just didn't have the video right. to capture it you didn't have the people to stand up when it, they say. 
He shouldn't speak out against a country that has given black people the opportunity to do Whoa. so or given. And I always say that word. I'm like, mm, that's very interesting because every African-American I know from my uncle's a judge to a teacher to to a performer, they've taken every opportunity they've gotten by Nothing's the by the been neck given right. to black people and, and done it. Nobody just knocked on the front door and said, here's the opportunity. So this is right. a, a simply right. an issue of. No, but Certain that shows the attitude. Not liking change. But that shows the attitude, too. But, but it, it can be me at my age not liking a rapper like Design or someone that has come out. You that, don't. That's, no, I'm 40 plus years old. I have no interest in him. <laughs> However, my kids know. like him, right? And I got bought in Atlanta. And, and, you know, and my mom and dad, they didn't like Big Daddy Kane and Biz Markey. They liked Marvin Gaye. You know, so it goes on and on. Not to go off on a tangent, but it goes okay, on let, and let, on. Let, 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 let's bring it back. Is it conceivable to to look at the future mm -hmm. of, of what could happen? Other players, other players taking taking the knee at these games. It started. Uh, That's where the fear lies. Player, I start. Yeah, you know, like like other sports. And other then, sports. Yeah, yeah, once the NBA season rolls back around, Absolutely. I think you know there there'll definitely be oh, opportunities to make some noise as well. And it's been broken. Yeah. Yeah, it has been broken. And mm -hmm. then what? But what about the way that's portrayed on TV too? Because if you're doing a live game, you have a lot of cameras there. Mm -hmm. Certain cameras, the director, all the director has to do is push the button and go, "Okay, go off the players. Let's show the flag flying in the uh, mm. yeah. at, at the at the top of the stadium." Yeah, well, Kaepernick's not against the flag. He said that's fine. The flag is always going to be there. He's against a country that supports the oppression and the killing of minorities and people from underserved communities, not just black people, but all people. And I, I mean, who, who can go against the message like that? He didn't say the police are bad. Well, mm -hmm. you know what? Some people always do, but we're out well, of time for this. socks. Oh, right, the, the socks. socks. <laughs> but supposedly, we, we didn't talk about the socks. <laughs> the socks, but supposedly that was before this all started. Yes. Anyway, yeah. okay, um, I want to thank our guests for being with us. Max Beaulieu, Managing Attorney, Avant-Garde Management Group. Shana Renee, uh, Founder and Editor of AllSportsEverything.com. J.R. Gamble, Deputy Editor of TheShadowLeague.com. My whole team, Lisa, Executive Producer, Tone Capone. Our producer, Rose Daniels. Assistant producer Melissa Quinones, board out Michael Medium, and production assistant El Haj Malik Deloach. Everybody else, remember, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, Facebook, the whole nine, and uh, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.